This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Road School Moms, the show that talks about road schooling and what life on the road is really like. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time RVing mom to, no, family of six to four kiddos, and co-founder at FullTimeFamilies.com. Very best laughing because I don't know how many kids I have, which is common. As long as I'm always aiming for more, that's the better thing than saying, like, I have two or three kids. That would not be good. Um... Uh, and coming, I'm coming to you live from Elkhart, Indiana, which is the RVing mecca. If you are an RVer, then you know that probably your um, RV came from Elkhart or at least major components like the front door, the back door, the legs that it stands on, uh, the axles that it drives on came from Elkhart. And uh, we are in Elkhart, and I will reveal later on in the show why we're in Elkhart and what we're doing here. But uh, right now, I would like to welcome on my lovely co-host, who I'm blessed to be joined by every week. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, also a full-time RV and mama to four road schoolers, and the creator of RoadTripTeacher.com, your resource for destination-based curriculum and educational resources for traveling homeschool families. Our crew also likes to chronicle our travels over at Diary of a Road Mom, so we'd love to have you follow us over there. We are coming to you still from Florida, one of our last shows that we'll probably uh, record, for, at least for me, from a Florida location for a while. It's very strange, KT, for you to be in Indiana, which is our home state, and we're uh, in Florida in your home state. That's kind of like the switcheroo, so it's crazy that you're up there and we're down here, but we are happy to join you from wherever in the world you all are. If you have not, if you're listening tonight and are not um, in our chat window, you should go check us out over at roadschoolmoms.com. We'd love to have you join that chat tango window. It's a great way to interact with the both of us. So tell me, KT, how, how much fun have you had this week on your 1,000-mile journey from Florida to Indiana? Oh, well, I, I've had a lot of fun, but before I get into that, I uh, have a couple announcements to make. First of all, it uh, is Road School Mom's Bunny Arnold's birthday this past week. She celebrated a birthday, so happy birthday, Bunny. Um, if happy you birthday, have celebrated Bunny. a birthday, yeah, if you have celebrated a birthday or a major milestone or achievement of some kind, go ahead and share it on our Facebook group at facebook.com slash roadschoolmoms. Uh, so that we can celebrate right along with you. And the other thing we'd love for you to do on our uh, Road School Moms Facebook group is give us a peek at your week, which I did not do. Unfortunately, I'm I'm a little out of sorts. You know, we've been on this crazy tour, which has been a blast, but um, but everything else has gone out the window temporarily. Please, um, we've been peeking at your we've been peeking at your yeah. week every day. <laughs> yes, well that's that's good. That gives me a. That gives me some um, confidence that everyone knows what's going on. Um, I, I, I'm looking at the weeks, and I, I'm just astounded to see a picture of Teresa Houston did a peak of our week at um, Life Riding Shotgun, and there's a picture of them with a black bear. I guess um, I guess they were tagging it, and maybe it's knocked out. I, I hope that's what's happening. I hope those children are not getting attacked. 
Well, their mom is taking a picture. I'm sure that's not the case. Um, but uh, definitely something to see if you haven't seen it yet, facebook.com slash groups slash Road School Moms. Uh, you can go and see um, Teresa's picture there. And um, uh, Allison LG uh, has been um, checking out Waterfalls. And Vanessa Russell went to L.L. Bean and is obviously up in Maine. That's a beautiful place to spend the summer. The Jacobs family um, just did your um, road school study guide, your Mount Rushmore study guide. And they say, I know, she was so Ruby kind. Loved I loved page. it. Yeah. No. That's you know, I was so happy. I love to get, yeah, I love, you know how I love to get feedback. So it was so kind of her to post that where everybody could read it and, and to let me know how much they loved it. So that was awesome. Great to hear. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a great thing. So um, uh, I want to take one moment um, to say a quick prayer for our road school moms. And also, um, I'm sure you're aware of what happened in Orlando uh, last night. Uh, there was a shooting. Um, I think it's, uh, the death count is up to 50 people um, dead and uh, 53 people injured. So I just want to take a quick moment to say a prayer for all um for all of our families and um, for that situation. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to uh, reach out and connect with our Road School Moms community. Um, thank you so much for uh, a lovely summer. We pray uh, for all of our Road School Moms, for all of the families that are traveling this summer, that they would have safe travels and that um, each of them would be a light onto you this summer. And we also pray um, for peace. Uh, to be rained down on the families that are affected by that terrible shooting in Orlando last night. Um, I know that uh, you have promised us that no tear is wasted, and um, we lean on that promise tonight as we um, just send um, a, a prayer for peace for those families. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was some terrible stuff, huh, Mary Beth? You know, it was. I'll tell you that I was up really early this morning, um, so I actually got a news alert on my phone. Um, and when I first heard about it, it was literally really in the first hours of it, and there was possibly 20 people that were confirmed dead and about 30 people injured. And so and it quickly, you know, the numbers rose so quickly, and watching it unfold this morning was it was scary no matter where you were, but knowing that it was just a couple hours up the road was even scarier, right? I mean, you and I were just in that area not more than a couple weeks ago. It just makes you shudder to think about how fast things can change and how crazy the world is. <laughs> it is true. It is true, and it's so sad. Uh, just so sad. I just I don't know what else to say about that, but uh, just terrible and terrible for all those families and for the victims and um just that whole situation is uh, is awful. I just I, re- I just really hope that um I don't know I don't know what to hope for even <laughs> when when things like this yeah, happen I don't they just leave you speechless. Um, uh, so we've had a a good week. Um, as you know, we're taking the summer off from our road schooling. Previously, all our previous years, we have schooled uh around the year. But this year, Chris has taken over the road schooling, and he has been doing such an amazing job, and the kids have been doing such great progress and uh, really showed um, through just just great progress that I really felt like, oh, gosh, we need a break. We all need a break. And so we took a break, 
and we contacted Jellystone and RV Trader and said, we want to show America what RVing is really about. We have run into so many issues and so many misconceptions where uh, well-meaning people have, you know, asked us, oh, well, how do you cook your meals? And when do you get to take a shower? And um, all these very ironic, they seem to me, questions about what it's like to RV or and or live in an RV. And we wanted to take the opportunity to show America that um, RVing is a fantastic pastime. It's a great family adventure. And if you're looking for the opportunity to make priceless family memories, then an RV is a tool that you should seriously look into acquiring. Um, and so we have been from Madison, Florida, where we started our tour on May 31st, all the way through to uh, Elkhart, Indiana, uh, where our tour continues as we've pulled into, as I mentioned, the RV Mecca and more rides. Specifically, we are at more rides, and we are getting independent suspension on our trailer starting tomorrow. If you don't know what independent suspension is, um, it's something, it's an add-on that they can put on trailers, which are fifth wheels and travel trailers specifically, um, to help the trailer handle the weight better. Because as you know, the foundation of your entire um, trailer is there at the tires. And if your foundation is shaky, then the rest of your situation is shaky. And MoRide is the Cadillac of suspensions. As you know, Mary Beth, your friends, the Williams family, have uh, independent suspension. They came here to Moride and got that um, put on, and it makes such a difference. And we're also getting independent, no, we're getting independent suspension and disc brakes. So um, we're looking forward to having more stopping power. Um, right now, uh, Chris and I just did the recap, and we talked about the brakes. And right now, as the driver, he needs to compensate for the drug brakes, and um, he knows very well how they work and how they react, and so he needs to give lots of leeway in any kind of braking situation. But in an intense situation, which knock wood, and thank God we have not come across, um, these disc brakes will be wonderful to have on our camper. Ah, but back to jelly stones, which have been an amazing experience. You know, I learned a couple of things going to the different jelly stones, Mary Beth. And I know you've been to jelly stones. We were on, happened to be one at one that was on your block. I couldn't believe it. I know. It was so <laughs> odd that you were there. I mean, that's literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, you know, you drove down. You know, that that particular jelly stone is on South Strain Ridge. That literally, you were like. A mile or something, a mile and maybe not even a mile My and a half. My GPS from. said three minutes from your house. Yeah, where we yeah where we lived for fifteen years. Isn't that crazy? Craziness. It is crazy. It is. But isn't like that jellystone there at yep at Monroe Lake? Isn't that like beautiful down through there? The beautiful country. It is. It's a beautiful jellystone. You know, every jellystone um, was completely unique, which I really love about the jellystone system. If you're not familiar, there's 82 parks nationwide and each one except the one in Bloomington is um, that one is corporately owned the rest of them are independently owned franchises and so you get the flavor of the family when you go to the jelly parks Jellystone parks and in Madison it was a huge sprawling campground with a really nice centrally located amenities and a um, lot like a lazy river was one of their amenities which was wonderful and um, a separate family pool and a tidal wave slide, um, a tornado slide, excuse me. 
um, that was so much fun. And we posted videos of Dominic actually going down the slide. And I went down the slide and my body turned around backwards. <laughs> I was a little worried about what was going to happen when I came shooting out the bottom backwards. But it all worked out. And then uh, we moved on to the Jellystone in Bremen, Georgia, which was really interesting, um, run by someone who was previously, in a previous life, had worked in the automotive industry. And he brought that automotive knowledge to the design of the park. And I think, I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous show. I think I might have. But that whole park is um, in the um, shape of an oval so that every single site is equidistant from the amenities. And so everyone's got a great site and everyone's close to the pool. And I really love that. And that park was meticulous. And then one of the things that they had there was animals, lots and lots of animals. They had gators. They had, wild, uh, they had birds. They had snakes. They had tortoises. Um, and it was so fun during the downtime when there wasn't activities, which was few and far between, to go and visit with the animals and um, talk to the birds. And it was it was just a really nice compliment to what was going on at that park. And then we moved up to Nashville, which is a park within Nashville, the city. And so as you can imagine, that has a totally different feel from the Bremen Park out in the country. And But that was where my kids actually – made friends. Uh, we were there for only two short days, but the atmosphere at that park was very welcoming and friendly, as all the parks were, but I did notice that that something was different at that park, and um, it was very easy to make friends. And we made best friends with another family um, very quickly and um, hung out with them pretty much the whole 48 hours that we were there, um, partaking in all the activities there. So, uh, again, something slightly different. Then we moved up to Cave City, uh, which unfortunately we only got to spend one night there, and we were experiencing some camping tra- drama during that night. You know, that's the night when you did the show by yourself because I had a broken mirror and a thousand small shards in my bathroom, which is, you know, one of the places where you would be walking around barefoot um, yes. to clean up, and that was not fun. And uh, so – we only got to do a few of the things there. It was a Sunday night, too, so their activities were wrapping up. We did get to play um, dark hide-and-go-seek in the dark, which was a lot of fun. And um, we went to – they have a hillside slide, which uh, comes down this huge hillside, and the kids did that about 50,000 times. And um, they have a brand-new splash park, and all these ones have these things called water wars where they have this huge station set up for water balloon wars, which was a lot of fun, um, and uh, and then another pool. And so that's what we did at Cave City. And then we moved to the one in Bloomington, uh, which, uh, as Mary Beth described, it's beautiful. It is stellar and spotless and beautiful and um, has lots of amenities. It has this great big splash pad, which was a lot of fun. It has a lot of pools. Uh, the jump pillow, my kids never left the jump pillow. And the one thing that they did there that they didn't do at any other Jellystone was that um, the staff that they uh, hired um, was scattered throughout the park. And really, like, they they hired younger kids, probably 17, 18-year-olds. Um, mm-hmm. And they played on the jump pad with my kids for hours and all the kids that were there. They played pad. They played duck, duck, goose. They had a jumpin' jam where they brought out a huge boombox and they jumped to music and had dance contests on the pad. And that was so fun. My kids, I couldn't get them off that pad. I just literally moved there. I just moved my computer and my phone, and I did work from the picnic table right there at the jump pad. 
Um, my kids did gem mining there, which was a lot of fun. And there's a waterfall there. Did, have you ever had the opportunity to hike back to that waterfall, Mary Beth? Yes, I have actually. <laughs> it's a uh, oh, it's just funny you're talking about this. I'm like walking with you as you're talking about that park. That's so funny. <laughs> when we first bought our RV, that we um. We uh, actually took our RV there. I don't know how many times we camped there because, you know, it was so nice because if we forgot something at home, then we that's how we figured out what all we needed to leave on the road because we just went down there and pretended that we were gone. But then, you know, if we needed something, we could <laughs> zoom back home and get it. <laughs> so, yes, I've hiked those waterfalls. It's beautiful back in there. Yeah, unfortunately, we missed that. We didn't get to. I, oh, and that was another park where we made friends. We made very good friends with our neighbors. Um, who were there to celebrate their son's birthday. And did you know, did you ever celebrate a birthday at Jellystone? <laughs> I didn't want to say this because I just didn't want to keep talking about it, but I can tell you that, um, like, lots of people in that area have parties there and, like, Lakeview School, did you see Lakeview School? That's like where my kids went to public school, right there, is like between where our house was and where that Jellystone is, right down the road is Lakeview Elementary School. And um, like end of the year, the end of the year sixth grade party was at Jellystone, and there was, all, you know, anytime anybody needed a fun outdoor venue, it was like, oh, go see if we can rent Jellystone for the night or the afternoon or for whatever. So I've been to lots of functions at the Jellystone. That's really cool. I saw that in the activities guide, they made special mention that if you had a birthday to go um, and arrange something at the front desk. And although I didn't witness it myself, I did hear rumors that um, Yogi comes and delivers your cake and presents and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that uh, looks like a lot of fun. And and uh, we talked about this, you and I, separately, but a lot of these Jellystones offer day passes. So if you are camped um, in a location near a Jellystone, for instance, um, that Cave City Jellystone is right around the corner from the Cave City Thousand Trails, and I wish I had known this when I stayed at Cave City because I would have totally gone to Jellystone for the day. Mm-hmm. That would have been a no-brainer. Yeah. All those parks and the slides and everything. Mm-hmm. I know. It's really worth a look for where you're in it, even if you have a TTO membership and you think that's where you need to stay all the time. You know, the jelly, I just think Jellystone parks are such a great alternative, um, you know, for – you know, for time here or there, like you're saying, for day passes or whatever, because they really do have a lot to offer. It's a great family atmosphere that any I've ever been to anyway. They are. And, you know, I really did feel like I was on vacation. And every time that I was at a Jellystone Resort, first of all, they are resorts, right? You don't ever need to leave. Mm-hmm. Everything you need is there. They've got a really great mm-hmm. general store, a ranger station, they call it, with all the necessities that you would need and they've got tons of activities through the day and ton of tons of amenities to hang out with out out at and um they're just great and so i really um love the idea of although we all live lives as full-time RVers that we say we don't need a vacation from it's a great refresher just for a long weekend or even a week to go pop into a Jellystone. And it's perfect, as we just mentioned, if you've got a birthday coming up in your family, that's a great birthday gift. A week or a weekend at Jellystone is a great birthday gift. You know how we don't like to accumulate a lot of stuff. If you were to, let's say, um, move your rig and you might even make it a surprise field trip, you know, a mystery field trip, and pull into the Jellystone for a week or weekend with your birthday child, what a great memory. That's so fun. 
If you have, a, did you feel like that there's many, not all of them obviously, but so many of them have a water feature of some sort, either a splash pad or a water slide or whatever. They've really done a good job of incorporating those into so many places. I know, at least for my kiddos, that's a that's always a big plus. Anything with water. <laughs> yes, you know, they have a special link on their uh, website specifically talking about the water features at each thing. And we were talking to the owner of last the jellystone we were at last night, which was also phenomenal. It was massive, 574 sites, has the most turnover in the entire Jellystone network. Um, just a huge, like, I want to say party atmosphere, but I don't want to give anyone the wrong impression. Like, it was wild. It's just a great family uh, vacation atmosphere uh, going on there and um, the beach and stuff. And so we were talking to him, and he said, you know, he wanted to be a Jellystone in the 80s, and they said, but you need a pool. And he said, well, I have a lake and a beach. How about that? And then next year I'll put in a pool. And so uh, they were able to work out an agreement. But, yes, water features are very important to the Jellystone Parks. And every every um, Jellystone Park does have um, a dedicated water feature for families. So that's definitely something that you'll find um, across the board in the Jellystones. So fun. So fun. And then we were talking to um, lots of families today, talking about the This Is RVing tour and um, getting people to tell us what they love about RVing. And um, I mentioned that people really love being together as a family, that that's one of the greatest benefits of RVing and that you can be anywhere in the world together as a family and uh, with your RV. So I know that we agree with them on that. But uh, we stopped at, on this tour, four dealerships across the country, um, Horizon RV in Georgia, Skaggs RV in Kentucky, K Cedar City RV in Tennessee, and um, Edmondson RV in Edinburgh, Indiana. And each RV dealer, like the Jellystones, had their own flavors, and uh, each dealership was completely different. But all of them were warm, welcoming, wonderful. I loved seeing what they have on their lot. I love RV shopping, even if I'm not in the market. It's just one of my favorite things mm -hmm. to do is to go see the new layouts. So that was super fun. And talking to the dealers was really great. I really enjoyed that part of the experience, too. And we filmed those um, interviews, and we filmed all different ranges of rigs from Class A's to um, uh, even those uh, chalets, which are A-frames. Um, mm -hmm. from all sorts of different ranges. And uh, so if you're in the market for um, an RV, you might want to go to the This Is RVing Facebook site. That's at facebook.com slash this is RVing and check out all the different viewer videos we have up to uh, see which RV suits your family. What was your first RV, Mary Beth? Was it your motorhome? It was from, yes, it was in my adult life. Now, you know, when back in the day when I was younger and, you know, when my mom and dad traveled when we were kids, we camped a lot, our whole family, actually, my extended family, they all, we all met up at the campground over in Illinois several times a year, but, and we, they always had a travel trailer when I was younger, then when my brother started racing motocross, um, I think they had two or three different motorhomes, a Southwind and they had a Class C Ford one time, and they had a Pace Arrow. That was the last one they had before I moved from home after I graduated. Um, but our new Marventana was my first, you know, that was our first motorhome. Our first RV, still in it. It was a good choice. Nice. For us, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We started in what I like to call the gateway drug of RVs, which was a pop-up. 
And um, I loved the freedom and flexibility that the pop-up gave us. In fact, that's where we got the idea for full-time families and for living on the road. That pop-up was really the impetus for a lot of what we do to this day, 10 years later. Um, but I can't say I really loved pop-up camping. It's a lot of work. It's like, mm-hmm. it was a lot of work. Um, and then we moved to a hybrid, which has got bunk ends that come out and then a hard shell body, which I loved because I really love sleeping in the bunk ends. That's one of my favorite parts of camping, and that's something I miss in my fifth wheel. Um, that was a really cool trailer to have. And then we moved from that to a 32-foot uh, prowler travel trailer, which I thought we would be able to take full time, um, but Chris really didn't like towing that. That was a little bit of a hazard to tow. It swayed a lot on the highway. It was very large, uh, 32 feet to pull behind. So ultimately, we um, got a 35-foot bunkhouse from Jayco uh, to go full-time with, which ironically was the exact same layout plus one slide that we had with the Prowler. It was so funny. The bunkhouse was exactly the same, only from a travel trailer to a fifth wheel. And ultimately, now we are in our Cyclone toy hauler, 42 foot, and like I said, sitting here in the parking lot at Moorride with four other trailers, I might add, uh, waiting to get our independent suspension. So tell me all about your week. I've totally monopolized this conversation. Tell me about your week, Mary Beth. Oh, my gosh, that's okay. I've been having so much fun watching you. I don't even remember what I've done. Um, I don't know. We're just enjoying You know, we had, well, we live, We made it through our first tropical storm. I guess we have had an exciting week. We, um, you know, tropical storm Colin came through early last week, and so we spent a day getting things buttoned up around here, which is really good since we'll be launching here in about another week and a half or so. It kind of helped us get on the stick to get things organized and things that we didn't need moved away and all that kind of stuff. And um, it was really rainy days here in Florida for the last four or five days. So we've done a lot of reorganizing and, um, you know, on the home front. And then my kiddos are, and I think you and I talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it um, on the air, but um, Road Trip Teacher is starting this whole new series of copywork guides um, that are all based on the states. And each one of my kiddos has a part in the research portion of those. And I can't tell you, um, we're really officially off um, of our regular school curriculum. We're kind of on a break, a summer break right now. But they are doing more work right now than I think they were doing when we were officially in road school session because they are crazy about finishing these study guides. And you know what it is. It's, it's like a competition. That's what's happened because the boys have a certain amount they're supposed to be working on. The girls have a certain amount they're working on. Um, I think I told you Seth and Scout Williams, another FTS family, their kiddos are helping out um, with them also. And so they're all in crazy uh, research mode about all the quirky facts of each one of the states and it's kind of fun to watch all of that come into action so you'll have to I think my goodness this last week if I've if, if I remember right I think we have nine states already done and are in the final editing stages so they'll be available in the learning shop pretty quickly that's so fun I love that why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about your road trip teacher teacher study guides which we alluded to um, because uh, the Jacobs family used it this week. 
Yeah, well, let's talk about the one that the Jacobs family used. So, because that was actually the very first one that I ever produced. Um, it was um, born out of our first trip, our first big trip that we ever went in our RV was a trip out west. We went to Wisconsin Dells from Indiana and then went straight across the north, um, you know, the northern states all the way out to the coast of Oregon and down the 101 and back across. Um, so one of our very first really iconic stops in all of our kids' heads was um, at Mount Rushmore. And we spent so much time there because it was such a fun area and we actually stayed at a nice campground there. It was actually the Mount Rushmore KOA. Um, and we just loved it there. We stayed, I think, almost 10 days. And so uh, all the way out there, I was trying to figure out how to teach my kids about Mount Rushmore and, you know, all the things that were surrounding it. And I could find little things here and little things there, but I couldn't find anything collectively about it. And so what I did was put together basically just a big study guide um, for them to study the area and the climate and the weather and, you know, how Mount Rushmore came to be and where the idea came from, how it was funded, how it was built you know, some of the history behind it and, and how it, you know, fit into the community today. And then after I started reading about Mount Rushmore, of course, she found out about all these other things in the area and, you know, um, about the Black Hills. And, um, and so that study guide, after I put it all together, I had nearly 50 pages of information. And so uh, what I done was I packaged that digitally and there's lap booking components to it. If you, um, you have kiddos that like to lap book, which is, nothing more than a series of folders that you can cut and paste um, information in little booklets so that your road schooler can write things that they've learned in that study guide into those little booklets and then they paste them in the folders and then when they get done they have this beautiful portfolio basically of all the information that they learned and their note taking. It's a great sample of their handwriting um, and of their drawing and their coloring skills and all that kind of thing. And it, for, for my kids it's something that they refer back to often. Um, and so what happened for us, the more we traveled, the more I put together those study guides and that's really how I populated uh, the Road Trip Teachers Learning Shop was with our own study guides of places that we've been. Since that time, um, we have added to it the copywork guides, which as you know, Kimberly, because your kiddos were so good about uh, helping me kind of develop that in the beginning, they were one of the first ones that used the, those copywork guides outside of my own kiddos. And the copywork guides are basically a um, a handwriting tool, I guess, if you will. They're available in print and also in cursive, and they are 26 facts. That's why we call them the ABCs. Each fact begins with a letter, a corresponding letter of the alphabet, and um, the very first one we produced was the ABCs of the National Parks, and so if you have a kiddo that's a National Park fan, or if you're uh, one of those FTF families that's out on the road and wants to visit all the um, all of the national parks, it's a great way f for them to learn some quirky facts about each of the national parks. Um, and from that was born a presidential facts, and I think we have one all about the circus, and we have ABCs about owls and we have one about ABCs about Minecraft and it's just kind of escalated and a few weeks ago when we were at the FPEA, Sarah James and I, I don't know where you were KT, but we got to talking about um, the state study guides and you know the things that we'd like to have in that and so from that experience was born my big fat idea to, oh we think we should have a study guide, a copywork guide on each one of the 50 states and um, like I said, my kiddos uh, took off on that idea and decided that they wanted to really get involved in the actual research of those and so that's where we are, producing 50 new study guides over the next, say, four to six weeks. I love that. I love all the tools that you um, that you create for road schoolers. That's great stuff.
If you've never been to the um, learning shop there at Road Trip Teacher, you should definitely go. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, This uh, coming up in less than, hmm, actually 11 days from today, we kick off the FDF Superhero Rally. I'm so excited about that event. I'm so sad that both you and I are missing it because, you know, Laura, Laura Hamilton's running it, and she's very creative and very witty and very funny. And it's just going to be a fantastic event. Um, got a bunch of families going. And it's at a Jellystone, of all places. Um, uh-huh. Out there in awesome. the beautiful Rockies. It's so beautiful there. I, I can. I, we hosted, this is our second event that we're hosting at that Jellystone. Um, the last one was in 2013, the, rallies in, the Rally in the Rockies. And I just remember looking out from the campground and the, the mountains really were purple. They were, it was just phenomenal i just couldn't get over how beautiful that area of the country is it's a great place for a rally there's tons of activities to do there montrose is a great town and then um and then coupled with the superhero theme i just i just can't wait to see the pictures and see all the fun that those uh ralliers have out there on the starting the 23rd if you want your tickets to that event you can find them at fulltimefamilies.com and click on the upcoming events tab and uh, there you'll find uh, your your opportunity to purchase tickets for that event, or the Colonial Times Rally, which is coming close, which is coming fast in September, where uh, we will be having a completely historic, immersive rally experience uh, based off the Colonial uh, America. So, really excited about those two events. Um, what else is going on? Oh, it's time for Father's Day, and so. FTF has this annual Father's Day contest going on. If you are not familiar with it, it's a Father's Day photo contest. There's an opportunity to submit your favorite Father's Day photo of the dad in your rig. And um, this year, like last year, we're giving away the um, Wastemaster from Rippert. So that's the Mac Daddy of sewer hoses. It's a great design. Um, it looks really snazzy, I have to say. I really, need, I, you know, there's very few things that I look at and go, oh, that's really nice. But this is one of those things that when it, I'm on that side of my rig, I go, wow, that's really quite attractive as far as sewer hoses go. I know it's funny. But um, it's got a huge host of features that you do not find on your regular hoses, including a shutoff valve at the end of it as opposed to just one end, which is uh, which it really does come in handy. We've uh, actually done a video review of that, and you can find that at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fulltimefamilies, um, and uh, see why I think that's such a great host. Very cool. Um, and I think that's all that's going on at Full Time Families. Let me go check my website. What's your week coming up look like, Mary Beth? You're wrapping up your time there? We are. We're wrapping up our time here in Southwest Florida and have a few uh, appointments that we've got to make. And we, like I told you earlier, we've been organizing the outside. I've got, we've got to go through the basement yet and get some things packed up. But we're going to be heading out. Uh, we'll probably, I'll probably be here for one more recorded, uh, one more of our live uh, Road School Mom shows. Um, but we're, uh, we're getting ready to head out. I'm pretty excited. You, I, I actually haven't posted my sneak peek of my week because I, you know, I always forget to do it until it's too late, but you'd be so impressed. We have five months that we mapped out on a calendar. We 
posted it on the rig and all of the kids have rode on it and we've tried to mark in where we're going and what we're doing, not an official plan, but just kind of a general plan so that we know what direction we're going so that I can hit the campgrounds, you know, around those busy times. As you know, it's a, you know, a good thing if you know you're going to be traveling on July 4th or some of those bigger weekends, you definitely have to make reservations to make sure that you've got a spot. And so that's what we've tried to do. And I have my next five months kind of planned out. I'm pretty excited. I've really never done that before. So. No, that's us. completely opposed to the wing it plan that you're usually on. So really excited I know, right? to, see, to see that plan come to fruition see what you all do. You're really... Um, you're you're really just excited to see if we stay with the plan because you know that we won't, right? There's three well, things that I know we're going to stick to. Pass <laughs> the yeah. Washington, D.C., and the FTF rally. Whatever happens between that, well, we'll see. Stay tuned Well, those that. are some big things to do anyway. So, um, no, I'm just excited and encouraged to, for, um, to see your travels. And, you know, we have not decided what we are doing after Elkhart. That's one of the things that's still up in the air. Speaking of birthdays on the road, we have um, birthdays coming up uh, June 22nd and June 27th, our DJ and Blaze respectively. Um, and so we're trying to figure out where we'll be spending their birthdays. Um, it might be Elkhart for all we know. We don't know how long this um, independent suspension will take, and there's a few other adjustments we need on our trailer, so if we could get those done while we're here, that would be great. Um and then we don't have to be anywhere until the end of July for Escapade, in which uh, Full-Time Families is hosting Kids Capade there at Escapade for all the kids that are coming with their families to that escapees event. Um, and then uh, that's the end of July. And then the next thing we have is the end of September, or actually the beginning of September for the FTF rally. And then you and I go to Hershey in the middle of September. Yes. Um so uh, those are our big ticket items. Otherwise, uh, I'm not quite sure where we're going to end up. So I'll have to all stay tuned because unlike you, I have nothing planned. <laughs> well, I personally think we should plan a end of the – see, by end of June, I'll surely be back. I'll surely make it to Indiana by then. See, we should plan the last weekend of June to meet up somewhere so we can broadcast live together. Oh, I love that. We mm -hmm. should do that. We should do that. You know, next week we've got the Father's Day, uh, the FTF Father's Day photo contest that we'll talk about, and I'm sure it'll be kind of our Father's Day special, right? We should probably talk about how to keep uh, every member of the family involved in road school, including Dad, right? That would be a good right. uh, topic for next week. But, you know, the week after that, which is the 26th, I believe, I think I've got that. Do I have that date right? Let's yes, make sure. Okay, so on the 26th, do you know what we're doing that night? Do you remember who we're interviewing? This is a test. I do, but I'll let you tell we're, them. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking all about how to keep math successful in your road school, and that may involve some untraditional methods of math, which if you um, have been on the road very long or in the homeschool world very long, you've probably heard of Life of Fred. And Katie and I are so excited because on Sunday night, June the 26th, we will have a live dial-in guest from the West Coast, and that is Stan Schmidt, who is the writer and creator of the Life of Fred series. So we are very excited to talk about him that night. So if you have questions for him or if you've got a kiddo that maybe takes a little bit of an untraditional journey into the way they learn math, then you will not want to miss that night because we're going to uh, pick his brain and talk to him all about how he created that series. Very cool. I'm so excited that um, that you got them to come onto the show and, Really excited to um, have that interview. That's going to be so fun. Yay. It is. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> well, you know, I'm looking at our Facebook page. Do you see this? I think Shasta Grimes actually posted this in our Road School Moms group. Maybe not. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's the FTF group. But um, the line of people that are donating blood in Orlando, what an awesome site. I can't tell you how long the line is. I don't know if you've seen this video yet, but it's a huge long line of people standing in the sun with umbrellas, you know, because it's so hot there. Standing in line to give blood after today's tragedy—that's an awesome sight. That is wonderful. I'm, I'm so, I, you know, I hate that. Um, I hate that we have to have these tragedies, but I'm always so encouraged by people's response to them and how. Um, I just recall after 9/11 um, that America was a slightly better place to live for a little while. Do you remember that? I, that, that might sound. I, I don't know the right way to say it, but I just remember that people were more considerate and people took more time and, and, and we banded together and there was more patriotism and uh, people were prouder to be Americans. And, I, you know, I hate that it takes tragedy like this, um, but I love that after tragedy like this, we really do see the best of America come out over and over again. Yeah, for sure. Gosh, the only thing I can we know when 9-11 happened, Tyler, my oldest, Tyler, he was... Well, he had just gotten out of the NICU um, just a few weeks earlier than that, so we hadn't been home all that long. Um, even though he was born in May, he was in the NICU for like almost a little over seven weeks. So by the time 9-11 happened, you know, he had been home just a few weeks. And I don't know, I can remember I was so full of hope, right? It was like my first baby, and we'd been through this rocky road for him to finally get him home, and everything was wonderful. And then I woke up that morning, and everything was so changed. Um, so for me, I just remember being I don't know I just was hermit like there for a little while because I was just so unsure of what was going to happen next but you're right the feeling you know there was a lot of camaraderie I guess it would be a good word um, after that event for sure yeah yeah that's true Okay, well, that's all for us from Elkhart, Indiana. Stay tuned if you want to catch up with what's going on with us. We're still on the This Is RVing tour, and you can find that at facebook.com slash thisisrving. We're going to be hitting up places like the RV Hall of Fame. Um, we're going to be doing a plant tour over there at Heartland, and we're going to be meeting with the folks at Lippert. So I'm really excited about what this week. Um, will bring for us and and what next week will look for look like for us when we finally decide where we're off to next. Um, it's been a long time of planning this route, so it's kind of weird not to have a next dense destination, but it's also exciting. Um, and that's all I have for us. Okay, well, I do want to say just take a quick uh, second to thank our sponsors, Time for Learning. Um, do we have that commercial to play tonight, KT, or are we saving that for next week. I do. I do. I okay, do. so Thanks. let's uh, take a minute and play that sponsorship commercial. Okay. Time for Learning is a fully customizable, fully scalable online homeschool curriculum. With features like automated reporting, adjustable grade levels, and award-winning service, Time for Learning helps customize a curriculum to meet your individual child's needs. From pre-K to 12th grade, you can give your children the tools to work independently, study confidently, and excel in the safety and comfort of their own home, even if it's on wheels. Instill a can-do attitude towards learning in your child. Time for Learning combines the technology kids love with the education they need to make learning fun. 
Visit TimeForLearning.com today and enter promo code ROADSCHOOLER to begin your free trial. Awesome. Well, a big thanks to Time for Learning. They're our official sponsors for this season of Road School Moms. And once again, like KT said, we'll be back here uh, same time, same place next Sunday night for our Father's Day special, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.